What are the unique needs of and treatment for the special care newborn? You are listening to ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm Susan Dolan, your host, and with me today is Dr. Brian Carter. Dr. Carter is a professor of pediatrics in the Division of Neonatology at Vanderbilt's Children's Hospital in Nashville, Tennessee, and the author of Palliative Care for Infants, Children, and Adolescents, a Practical Handbook. Dr. Carter, welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. Well, good morning, Susan. Thank you for hosting me. Explain what led to your passion for the special care newborn. I would state that my passion for caring for special needs children, and in particular the special care newborn, really was a product of three phenomena. The first was the time of my training. I took my internship and residency between 1983 and 1986, which historically in pediatric circles and in circles of clinical ethics was affectionately referred to as the baby doe era. Uh, During that period of time, there was a lot of uh, publicity and uh, discourse, both in the professional circles as well as the lay public and even affecting government, in attention to special needs children, uh, children born with birth defects, in particular neural tube defects or spina bifida, uh, and children with Down syndrome, that gathered a lot of attention, uh, a lot of debate uh, followed, And the nature of decision-making and discourse with families and trying to ascertain what the right thing to do is was very poignant at that particular time historically in this country. And I was in pediatric training. A second factor, I would state quite honestly, was the fact that my son, who is now almost 23, was born in 1985 and was born prematurely, uh, six weeks early, and required care in the special care nursery for nearly three weeks. So I had a personal connection there. And then I also found the field itself, neonatology, as one that was challenging professionally, academically, and one in which advances uh, were being made in the 80s and into the 90s that were very stimulating And again, these were on professional, scientific, and academic fronts, as well as dealing with the very humanistic components of caring for children within families. Describe the history of palliative care for newborns. Well, palliative care for newborns, one could offer, has been present uh, historically since the beginning of time and and the presence of uh, human infancy, in which certain circumstances would render a child not likely to survive, and parents and or societies would provide comfort or care that would basically just consist of uh, human contact, touch, warmth, addressing the uh, overall comfort uh, of the child as opposed to trying to cure an underlying condition. Uh, Most notably, this would be very premature babies and babies born with birth defects uh, over long periods of history. Now, I can't state that without uh, at least acknowledging in many cultures historically there has been a concomitant history of infanticide, that is where infants that were born with birth defects or with illnesses were left to die on a hillside or otherwise not attended to. They were ignored. Nonetheless, historically, children have often been loved and nurtured by their parents regardless of their condition, and when there can be no treatment, providing comfort is a prevalent mode of 
care that would be rendered by parents or others interested in the comfort of the child. More recently in history, as we look at the last 100 years and the evolution of pediatrics as a specialty in medicine, there has again been focused uh, care on the comfort and well-being for those children born with birth defects or too premature to survive. And one can find in old uh, pediatric textbooks elements of uh, supportive care and how to encourage families. Midwives have long been involved in this process as well and family advocacy, uh, which has grown in uh, recent decades, would likewise account uh, to historical records simply performed by parents. In the age of modern neonatology, if you will, over the last 40 years, as premature babies could be cared for with improved survival, as babies with birth defects could be treated, as pediatric surgical expertise grew, antibiotics uh, became more available, IV nutrition became more available. The palliative care for newborns has basically been focused on children, again, that would not respond to such care uh, that was appropriately applied or that were too premature to survive despite the level of technology and medical care that could be applied for that particular child. So in 1982, as I best can account, there was a publication uh, by Dr. Jonathan Whitfield and colleagues uh, which first reported hospice-like care for the newborn within the intensive care nursery where special care newborns were managed. And again, this was focused on comfort and supportive measures when curative and life-extending measures uh, were ineffective or could not be applied. What defines the neonatal period? Well, classically, the neonatal period is the first 28 days of postnatal life. And what percentage of children die in this period? Well, unfortunately, the largest percentage of children in any point through a child's life succumb to illness or conditions uh, such as birth defects, uh, extreme prematurity, in the first 24 hours postnatally, that is, more children die in the first 24 hours after birth than at any other time throughout their lives were a child to live to be 18, 19 years old uh, or become an adult. Uh, within the first 28 days of life, however, it's important to notice that children uh, that die in that neonatal period account for about 34% of all childhood deaths. Now, all childhood deaths in uh, the United States run uh, approximately 50,000 per year. So 34% of that 50,000 would be a considerable number. Uh, uh, roughly 17,000 children die before the end of the first month of postnatal life. If you're just joining us, you're listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD, XM157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Susan Dolan, your host, and joining me is Dr. Brian Carter from Vanderbilt Children's Hospital in Nashville, Tennessee, discussing the special care newborn. Dr. Carter, how do you determine what is in the interests, the best interests of the newborn? Well, generally speaking, pediatricians have long held that children's interests are served best and most consistently by attending to the values and goals set forth for the child by the child's parents. So I would answer that simply by saying that the determination of best interests 
largely lies with the uh, determination of values and interests and goals set forth by the child's parents, unless there's uh, overwhelming evidence that the child's interests are not being served, such as uh, harm or neglect uh, would follow the course of action that uh, a parent might request. What should all medical professionals take into account when considering palliative care in the special care nursery? Well, I think all healthcare professionals, whether they're uh, nurse practitioners, uh, physicians, nurses, respiratory therapists, social workers, etc., that deal with uh, children in the special care nursery must attend to the immediate needs of the child uh, so that the child can be managed uh, from the standpoint of symptom control, comfort, uh, and that the family uh, be supported uh, by attending to psychosocial needs of the family, spiritual needs of the family, and realize that the child is really best evaluated in the context of family. Uh, the child is never really uh, evaluated, rendered care as simply uh, an individual entity. He or she belongs to a family of whatever construct. And so we need to uh, really take into consideration uh, family values and goals. But we also need to take into consideration those things that we know to be true physiologically and uh, those things that we know to be true with regard to local outcome for particular disease states and conditions. Uh, one can read the medical literature and, and look to outcomes that come from uh, across the country or around the world and not necessarily bring those statistics to bear at your institution. Uh, so it's really important to know locally what your outcome data are for children of a given gestational age or birth weight category, children with certain disease states, uh, congenital anomalies, etc. So I think all of these things have to be considered. It's partly medical or healthcare data and partly social, psychological, and cultural data. Is there room for improvement in this area? Oh, certainly. We could improve uh, care in almost any environment or domain that you would want to explore, Susan. Uh, in the particular area of palliative care for newborns, we could stand to improve our attentiveness to families, uh, our provision of psychosocial and spiritual support in consistent manners for all children in special care nurseries and their families. We could look at more thorough and robust provision of symptom management. Oftentimes, symptom control is difficult because we don't have the right tools to assess a particular symptom. We've made great strides in assessing and managing pain in the neonatal period, but other conditions are oftentimes bereft of a particular tool or scale or means of gauging the degree of the symptom's presence. And this is not only true for the neonate, but in older children as well. What are the latest special care newborn research findings? Well, research is uh, advancing in uh, the special care nursery in, in ways that uh, really address every organ system. Uh, recent years, uh, there's been great attention to uh, management of hypoxic ischemic encephalopathy, that is, lack of oxygen and circulation to the brain that may follow perinatal asphyxia. Uh, the provision of head cooling has been beneficial for these children, and yet we know that a fair percentage of these children may suffer long-term neurodevelopmental outcome problems. And some of them might, frankly, uh, be candidates for palliative or hospice care in time. 
there have been great strides made with uh, modes of ventilation and uh, the provision of assisted ventilation, the use of nitric oxide for the management of pulmonary hypertension in the newborn, and the uh, more refined attention to aggressive nutrition and providing appropriate amounts of energy as well as protein for these very small a premature baby to optimize outcome, not just physically, but neurodevelopmentally. Are you involved in research right now? My research really revolves around, again, palliative care, care for uh, special needs children in the follow-up clinic uh, from the NICU, and in realms of uh, clinical ethics and decision-making uh, with families for their children. Dr. Carter, thank you for joining us to discuss the special care newborn. You're certainly welcome. It's been my pleasure. I'm Susan Dolan. You've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM 157, the channel for medical professionals. We welcome your questions and comments. Please visit us at ReachMD.com. Thank you for listening.